Okay. Good morning, everyone. Everyone's listening live. We're here today. We're glad to have y'all. We're going to go and continue on with Genesis study that we've been doing. And so real quick, I'm going to ask you some questions, whether you're here or not. Just help me out. See if you can help me answer them. What happened to the people and animals that did not enter the ark? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) God, his eyes got big. That's right. They were killed by the flood, right? Just once that door shut on the ark, all everything out there, flood came in, took them all away, right? That's right. There was nothing left. Maybe. It's <laughs> a good answer. Okay, there's another question. What is the flood a picture of? So when you imagine the flood, what is that? Was the picture of that? Close, close. Death, sin. Okay, what about maybe judgment? Yeah, okay. The judgment that Jesus will bring at the end of time, right? Because he left that door open for those. He warned people about it. Moses warned him, said, hey, let's get on the ark. He's about to flood the earth. And so the door was open for them, and once it shut, that was the judgment on them. Said, hey, this is, you're going to get flooded. I let it open. This is how it's going to end, and which it did. We had a flood come in. took everything out. (laughs) So those are the two I wanted to bring back from last week. So real quick, I'm going to read some questions. Three questions for this message, and we'll go into scripture, okay? So the first question I have is, think about this as I read them. Who did God remember? Okay. Next question, what did God do because he remembered Noah? And what did God tell Noah to do after the land was dry? So, who did God remember? What did God do because he remembered Noah? And what did God tell Noah to do after the land was dry? So think about that while I read the scripture. So for everyone here, we're going to jump into Genesis 8, verse 1, and then we'll go into 13 through 19. So, but God remembered Noah and all the animals and all the livestock that were with him in the ark. And God caused a wind to pass over the earth, and the water subsided. Now it came about in the 601st year, in the first month, on the first of the month, that the water was dried up. A lot of numbers there, right? Calendar stuff. Yeah, a lot of firsts. <laughs> yeah. Then Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and behold, the surface of the ground had dried up. And in the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dry. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and animals and every crawling thing that crawls on the earth that they may be that they may breed abundantly on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth okay so noah went out and his sons and his wife and his sons wives with him every animal crawling thing every bird everything that moves on the earth went out by their families from the ark okay so basically told noah go outside see if it's dry they open up and they basically get out of the boat now Back to what I was reading the scripture. Who did God remember? It was the first verse we read. Yes. You know what? You know, anyone? <laughs> He's fun. <laughs> okay, so the verse first said, but God remembered Noah. Yeah, Noah. Okay, that's who he remembered. When the Bible tells us that God remembers, it does not mean that he can forget. So... Just make sure we're clear on that. Let me read that again. When the Bible tells us that God remembers, it doesn't mean he can forget. 
It is a way of saying that God continued to keep his promises to Noah, that he would remember him. So good. What did God do because he remembered Noah? Any idea? Maybe? No? Come on, let me hear it. Talk to me. Okay, okay. So remember at the beginning of Scripture he said, yes, okay. And then? Okay, that's a good answer. Okay, good combination. So he made a wind blow, like he said, causing the floodwaters to slowly dry up, and according to his promise, he would not leave Noah to perish in the ark. So another reason, God remembered, he didn't, he remembered Noah. So last question, right? What did God tell Noah to do after the land was dry? So when he said that land was dry, what did he tell Noah to do with the animals? Okay. Yeah, good, right. He told him to get off the boat, but what else, right? To come out of the ark with his family and all the animals, like God commanded. Um, he commanded Adam. He told Noah's family to have many children fill the earth. So he told him to breed, told him to be multiply and fill the earth. <laughs> so the main idea I want to throw at you guys today, and everyone here listening, um, God is always faithful to his promises and never forgets his people, all right? Because we know God is faithful. Friends sometimes make promises they don't keep. Hey, you guys ever had a friend who told you something and they didn't keep that promise? Like say, hey, I promise today I'll do this for you and it didn't work out. Oh, those hands went up quick. Okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, right? Like me, I made a promise to my wife all the time. I cleaned the house. I would do chores. Did I do them? No. And she's smiling because she knows it's true. So I'm, I'm held about that in the sense that I can't really keep those promises. But God, what's so great about God is he never breaks his promises, ever. And so when I go to this, like uh, when God says he will do something, he does it. Sounds simple, right? But when he says it, it happens. It's done. He does it. He can always be trusted. So Noah kind of had to learn this when he was building the ark. Remember, he built the ark for like hundreds, 120 some odd years, something like that, building this ark, warning people about it. And so if you ever just, someone told you, hey, can you go build me a boat and just know that there's going to be a flood coming. After about a week of building a boat, you're like, huh, should I trust them still? I don't know when it's going to happen. I guess I'll still trust them, right? But a long hundred years, and if you had no word from him in that sense, you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't trust him. But no, he learned while he was building the ark to trust God. And so God had told him a flood was coming, but for many years there was no sign of a flood. So questions probably filled his mind. Had God, for, had God forgotten him? Would he do what he said, right? But Noah trusted God and built the ark, right? He had faith in what God said. So after God and his faithfulness brought the flood, Noah had to learn to trust God all over again. And when God closed the door on the boat, right, Noah had no idea he remained on the boat for over a year. So imagine you're on a boat for almost a year, flood water's all around you, you don't see any land, okay? You're in the boat with all these animals. Yeah, does that sound fun? No? No? Ooh, how in one way? I want to know this. <laughs> if there's turtles, I I would assume there's turtles, mm, monkeys. Yeah. Okay, so we love the animals on the boat. Awesome. 
Well, you're not wrong. They probably pooped a lot, and guess who had to clean it? <laughs> so let's get back to the topic. So 12 months is a long time in a boat on a large ship full of what? Smelly animals, right? So did Noah sometimes wonder if God had forgotten him? Right? You're on a boat, you're like, man, did God forget about me? Because all I do is feed these animals and clean poop and waiting on him. You know, he may, he may have thought that, right? Ah, uh, not that. So did sometimes, did he sometimes fear that the flood would never end? And we didn't ever get off the ark. And that's probably the case. He probably had these thoughts, right? We're human like that. We think these things, right? Because do we fully trust in God sometimes? We have to question ourselves how much do we really trust in what God says and does? But God, butts are great, but God never forsakes his people. He remembered Noah, okay? So big, big topic we're talking about today. And after every living creature had perished in the flood, God caused the waters to slowly drain until finally dry land appeared, okay? So imagine what it must have been like for Noah, okay? So for hundreds of days, okay, tossed around by the waves with no land in sight. Have you guys ever been in the ocean? Okay, have you ever been away from where you saw land? So you're out there and all you see is just water all around you? You ever just like, ever get like freaked out? Like, wow, what happens if my boat crashes here and I just start sinking and there's no land around me? It's a possibility. Let's hope not. But yeah, right? It's scary. It's kind of a... I agree. I'm the same way. You don't know what's in that water. No. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Jellyfish, they sting. Excellent. So here, back to topic. Here we are. We're back to topic. There's stuff in the water. But... So he, until finally the land was dry. And so you imagine he's tossed around this boat, no land in sight. But suddenly the ark just comes to a resting point. Look down over here, okay? He comes down to a resting point. And <laughs> they're like looking up. <laughs> so what an overwhelming sense of God's faithfulness to Noah, right? So Noah must have felt as he stepped off the ark onto dry land and it saved him from, with his family. So God had done exactly what he promised, right? So great is the faithfulness of our God. So after everything I just read you, I got three more questions, so bear with me. So what does it mean for God to be faithful? You guys answer that? What does it mean for God to be faithful? Okay. Yes, perfect. He keeps all his promises and never forsakes his people. He will not forget you or forsake you. When God tells us he will do something, he always does it. Now, good Good job. Uh, next question. So why would Noah have struggled to believe God was faithful? So what would make him struggle? Any ideas? Flesh? Yeah. Yeah, he thought that God friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was concerned, right? Yes. Yeah. That's good. Good answers. Wow. I don't remember that in scripture. I'm really, I got to read back on that context. <laughs> Apparently he had a wallet and some money, so I missed something. I'm going to check you on that. <laughs> I don't remember it either. I'm going to watch you. Who's teaching you? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Okay, so back to us. So when he was building the ark, many years passed before God brought the flood, right? And so, and when he was on the ark, many days passed before God brought Noah to safety on dry land, okay? So in these periods of waiting, okay, it often looked like as though God had forgotten Noah, like you said, right? 
and that he would not keep his word. So we start to have doubts. We were worried. We were wondering. We can have similar times in our lives when it seems as though God has forgotten us. Any of you guys agree? There's times like that? Sometimes I've thought about that too. But So next question, last one, and we're almost done. What was Noah's response in these times of waiting? Yes. Yeah, he was, he was kind of questioning. Though he may, have, he may have fears and questions at times, he still trusted and obeyed God, okay? We must do the same, remembering that God is always faithful to his people. So remember the goal today, guys. God is always faithful to his promises and never forgets his people, okay? Sound like you remember that? Sound good? <laughs> good job on your answers today. You guys are on it. So let's do a quick prayer, and we pray that God would teach each member of your family. So let's pray that God would teach each member of your family about his unchanging faithfulness to his people. All right, let's go in a quick prayer. God, we come before you just to thank you for this time to glorify you through the word, to understand how as you keep a promise, you always uphold that promise and you always stand on it as though we fail and we know we can't keep our promises, but we can trust in you fully because you've never broken a promise. And in this time and age of our world, that's something we really need. So we're very grateful for that, God. And once again, just thank you for you and your son. He died on the cross for us to give us eternal life in you, Lord, and to be seen righteous in you. We love you and praise you. In your name we pray, amen.